I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five star reviews. Can verify authentication. Golden full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Welcome to the world, baby boy, I'll paint you red and white and blue. The indoctrination starts as soon as you come out the womb. Pretty quick, we'll make you stupid with curriculums at school. And if the classroom doesn't do the trick, we'll make you watch the news. Pick your team, right or left, pick the red pill or the blue. You can vote, but even if you win, still everyone will lose. Don't forget to buy designer because Gucci makes you cool. We prioritize material belongings over truth. Get a job that you can't stand so you can buy some cans of food. Go overseas and die for freedom, there's some oil we can use. Our democracy exists so that you think that you can choose. But our algorithms make you do what we want want you to do what's the problem you're depressed society has you confused we got medication for you that you'll probably abuse go get married to a lady who also don't have a clue and pump out a few babies that are just the same as you welcome to the system everyone's a victim doesn't matter if you're black or white it hates you all here inside the system violence is a symptom fighting for what's right but somehow everyone is wrong welcome to the system everyone's a victim doesn't matter if you're black or white it hates you all here inside the system violence is a symptom fighting for what's right but somehow everyone is wrong Welcome to the world, baby girl, I'll paint you pink if that's okay We'll encourage self-destruction through the music that you play We divided out of men by trying politics and race And honestly, it's working awesome, so for you, we'll do the same Never teaching you to love yourself, inject you full of hate Objectify your sexuality, then blame you for the rape And weaponize the differences that make our men and women great Then just to screw with you, erase the genders, everyone's the same We'll empower you with rights to vote and fight for equal pay Then have the men turn into women and you'll fight for them again But you thought you had it figured out, but everything has changed Welcome to the system! Please enjoy your stay. Here's a Bible and a bottle of the cheapest booze we make. Find a man who can take care of you to fill the holes we made. Buy a house and settle down, fulfill your
your duty, procreate And make a couple babies who will also do the same Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all Here inside the system, violence is a symptom Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all Here inside the system, violence is a symptom Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong Welcome to the world, everybody. I'ma paint you black and white. I'ma make you hate each other so that everyone will fight. I'ma give you our religion, let the righteous find the light. But I will also give you science to oppose the word of Christ. And I'ma give you borders, they're imaginary lines. If you cross them, go to war and win when everybody dies. And I'ma give you money that you'll value more than life. And let the 1% have everything while you fight to survive. And then I'll give you politics, I'll call it left and right. And while you divide yourselves, I will conquer both the sides. Can't you see? I'm the system, my whole purpose is divide. What you choose will never matter because every Everything is mine. Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all Here inside the system, violence is a symptom Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all Here inside the system, violence is a symptom Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all Here inside the system, violence is a symptom Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong Hey and welcome back fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick and I am by myself. Yes, I'm by myself. Fucking A. Fucking A. Yes, I, I think you're absolutely right there. Uh, wicked gnarly. Yep. Oh shit. Are you kidding me? Of course, the one night it's supposed to work, it doesn't because I was late getting home, but Eh, what are you going to do? You're going to have that shit. Uh, of course. Why would it work? Why? It would only make sense. Anyway, how's y'all's day? I know uh, VLIN is uh, just somewhere. Uh, they should be getting around Texas right about now. Last time I talked to them, they were in Mississippi. So uh, they were uh, cooking along there. So they're going good. Uh, they should be to you there soon there, Linz. Yeah, I know. I know. I was going to do the thunder kicks and I can't freaking do it. I can't believe it. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm going to find it because it pisses me off now. Yeah. So what are you guys up to? How was your guys day? Did you guys uh, tune into Liana this morning and listen to her decimate my son? That was fucking outstanding, by the way, madame. I was laughing my balls off. I'm sure he wasn't. And I know you're listening, Connor. And let me tell you something. Um, we're going to have a chit chat when you get home. Granted, some of it was, I know it was good banter, but either way, funny. Yeah, we're going to get into that, Wix. There's a whole, I got a whole, we got a bunch of shit on that. It is crazy. Uh, really? It won't even bring it up. Oh, I love this thing. This thing pisses me off. Yes. Stream deck. Oh, she's tuning in, I guess, because she heard me talking shit about her in the background. Let's see. To add her to the stream. You got a camera on, babe? I don't know. Can you, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but you got to put your camera on, babe. Hey. I don't know why it's not. Mm. Interesting. Maybe it didn't allow it access to the camera. I might have to hit that again. What are you doing? Okay, well, figure it out, Mom. 
right. The child is trying to fix it since I'm driving. Well, that'll break. <laughs> He's better at this than we are. <laughs> yes, that is her. Where are you at, babe? How far out are you? I am 15 minutes from Lindsay's. Oh, we might have some Linz B on the show tonight. And I just got hung up on. We're 15 minutes away from Linz B's house. What just happened? Am I still online? Can you guys hear me? Holy shit. Like everything just went weird all at once. Thunder. There it is. Thunder. Thunder. Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. Oh. So she's about 15 minutes away, Linz, Linz B. Uh, you're going to have v there and my asshole um, older son. Uh, you get me. Okay. I, I don't know why my camera's not working. Oh, maybe it's on the back camera. No, I just. No, it. it's just a dark screen, babe. It shouldn't be. It's bright. Babe, it's a dark screen. I'm looking at it. I a know. Black I screen. don't know why. We'll figure it out. Whatever. Either way. So how's the drive so far? Not bad. We only hit a little bit of traffic uh, in Louisiana, but not bad at all. The, all the right. child drove for a whole three hours, and then he was like, I'm so bored. I can't do this anymore. And now I'm driving again. All right. Which I'll have Wait. that. Why'd you get so bored, dude? <laughs> he got he got so bored he took off the cruise control and put his foot back on the gas pedal. No, it, it's normally how I drive. I mean, I normally just keep myself awake. It's not a bad thing to do. Exactly. Exactly. Either way. Um, so, babe, you sent me a bunch of stuff, and I know we got clips out the wazoo. Where did you want to start? Start with the Elon interview. All right, where do we put that? In the Elon folder, about halfway down on the left. We have an, oh, my God, we do have an Elon folder now. Holy crap. <laughs> We do have an Elon folder. Wow, I didn't know that. So yeah, if you guys didn't see this yesterday this. or the other day, um, Elon was uh, during, doing an interview with a BBC fella. And um, essentially the BBC guy tried to call him out. And you can watch how Elon reacts because it is quite comical. It's and very funny. This dude just showed up. Yeah, he did. It's funny. Check this out. Do you think you prioritize freedom of speech over misinformation and hate speech? Well, you know, who's to say that something, something is misinformation? Um, who's the arbiter of that? Is it the BBC? Yeah, you're literally asking me. Yes. Well, no, you, you, are, the, the you are the arbiter on Twitter because you own Twitter. Yes, I'm saying who, who is to say that? one person's misinformation is another person's information. Um, the point at which you, you say that there is, uh, this is misinformation, like who is but going you, but you to decide that? you accept that misinformation can be dangerous, that it can cause real yes. world harms, that it can potentially cause them. Um... Yeah, so the point I'm trying to make is that the BBC itself has at times published things that are false. 
Do you agree that that has occurred? I, 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 I'm quite sure the BBC have uh, said things before that turn out to not be true. Right. In, in it's whatever it is, 100 year history, I'm quite sure. Yes. Even if you aspire to be accurate, there are times when it will, you, you will not be. Okay, I'm going to jump right into the next one because that wasn't the exact part of it, but that's all part of the same interview. You can already see that this interview is very contentious at best. I want to say there's the three two. clips. Uh, there's only two, babe. Okay, oh, that's right. The next one is longer. It's like four minutes. Yeah, I'm going to minimize. Mm -hmm. There's only two, babe. There you go. And that's, this is where it gets even more contentious and gets even oh, more this is almost cringeworthy. That's how bad this is. Someone comes in and, and offers you $44 billion for Twitter right now. Would you take it? No. Would you consider it? No. Why? Uh, well, I, I, I take it back. It depends on who. I suppose if, if I was confident that they would pursue, that would, they, would, they would rigorously pursue the truth, um, then I then I, I guess I guess I would be glad to hand it off to someone else. I don't care about the money really, but I I, I do want to have a, some source of truth that I can count on, um, and and I, I hope that's our aspiration with, with Twitter is to have you know, a source of truth that you can count on. Oh, that's that's it's also real time. It's an, an immediate source of truth that you can count on, and that gets more accurate with time as people comments on a particular thing. Well, if you don't care about the money, you could just give it to someone that you that you think is uh, you know, a good person to run Twitter. Who do you think that might be? I, I, I'm not the okay. boss of Twitter. No, but it is, well, that's, you might still have an idea. Well, who, who could run Twitter? Yes. I, I, honestly, I have no idea who could run Twitter. Yeah, it's a hard job. Oh, there, there is only three clips, babe, but or two clips. But where's the other one? Because I don't. There should have been a four-minute one in there too. That's a lot longer. No, there wasn't. That's all that's in there. Unless maybe I, eh, maybe I put it somewhere else. I don't think so. You were pretty specific on your directions. Well, no, this they those should have already been in there. No, that's it. That's all that's in there. Oh, you know what? I bet that four-minute one was the one that was. It wouldn't download. Hmm. There's one that was still running in uh, in the downloader that wouldn't go through. Well, let me go see if I can find it real quick. We'll just bring it up on the air. How's that one? Ooh, we'll just do it. We'll just do it live because it's more fun that way. Which where was that? Uh, it was, hold on. I got it. Actually, no, I got it. I got it. Don't worry about it. I can play it from somewhere else. Because you have it in Telegram, don't you? The Tele-Elegram has... I do, but I'll have to figure out... I'll have to find which one it is. I'm just going to scroll up to it because I'm already got it open. I'm just going to scroll up. Three. No. Hold on. I'll tell you what, babe. Give me a, give me a second and I'll drop it into Telegram. Um, Hold on. Just wait. I'm... There it is. I got it. I found it. Me found it because I'm good. Make sure you share it the other way then if you're playing. I know. I know. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Stand by. I got to move screens with it and I've got to do some live production here. 
and make it work. There we go. <coughs> there. There we go. And let me take this. This one. So this is the um, highly contentious part. This is where it gets very interesting um, for all those involved. And it, it becomes quite comical. And let me stop this and let me go. And this is where it gets very uncomfortable, almost, almost very cringeworthy. I would definitely say something very cringe, cringeworthy. I mean, honestly, the whole thing was cringeworthy. Like, it really that, was. That reporter was stumbling over himself so hard. Like, today, doofus. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Today, Junior. So this is the very cringeworthy part. And let me mute her. Play that. Oh, I can't hear it. Oh, because it's still muted. That's why. We'll solicit content you don't like or or hateful what do you mean to describe a hateful thing yeah i mean you know just content that will solicit a, a reaction something that may include something that is slightly racist or slightly sexist those kinds of those kinds of things so you think if I'm, something is slightly sexist it should be banned i no, is that not, what you're saying i'm not saying anything i'm saying well, i'm just curious what you, I'm, just, I'm trying to understand what you mean by hateful con content and i'm asking for specific examples um and if and you just said that if something is slightly sexist, that's hateful content. Does that mean that it should be banned? Well, you've asked me. You've asked me whether my feed, whether it's got less or more. It, I'd say it's got slightly more. That's what I'm asking for examples. Can, right. you, can you name one example? I, I honestly don't. I, I, honestly, I you don't, can't name I, a single example. I'll tell you why. Because I don't actually use that for you feed anymore because I, I just don't particularly like it. But you said actually, a lot of people a lot of people are quite similar. I, I, I only well, I only look well, at hang my, on a second. My you said you've following. seen more hateful content, but you can't name a single example. Not even one. I'm not sure I've used that feed for the last three or four weeks. And I Well I, then how did you see the hateful content content? Because I've been I've been using it I've been using Twitter since you've taken it over for the last six months. Okay, so then you must have at some point seen the you for you hateful content. I'm asking for one example. Right. And and I, you can't I, give a single I, one. And 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 I'm saying I, then I, I say, sir, that you don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yes, because you can't give me a single example of hateful con content, not even one tweet. And yet you claimed that the hateful content was high. Well, that's a false. No, what I claimed, you just lied. What, no, no, what I claim was uh, there are many uh, organizations that say that that kind of information is on the rise. Now, whether, whether it has on give my feed or example. not. I mean, I, right, and Literally you can, can look at something one. like the, the uh, Strategic Dialogue uh, Institute in the, in the UK. They will say that. So they, Look, people will say all sorts of nonsense. I'm literally asking for a right. single example, and you can't name one. Right, and as, as I've already said, I don't use that feed. But let's, then how let, would you know? Let, that I don't you, think this is getting anywhere. You literally said you experienced more hateful content and then couldn't name a single example. Right, and as I said, I, That's haven't, absurd. I, haven't, I haven't actually looked at that feed. I then how would you know this hateful content? Because I'm saying that's what I saw a few weeks ago. I can't give you an exact example. Let's move on. We, have, we only have a certain amount of time. Um, wow. Oh my God, that was so, that is just so funny. That, that just makes me, that just makes me laugh so hard. You got to love Elon after that. I'm sorry. You cannot not love Elon after that. That was a fucking riot. Let's he was just, like, he was like, you just lied. 
Yeah, well, that's, 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 that's just not really what I know. I didn't really, really. No, no, I didn't say. I didn't mean that. I, but. Fucking Elon. Holy shit. You lied. You don't even know what you're talking about. No, I don't. You just, you just exposed me. But, hey, folks, that's what we have to do. That, that is exactly what we have to do. We have to do the same fucking thing. Every time that they put their camera in your face, you should be calling them out. And you know that that guy walked in there having already played out the whole interview in his head. Oh, oh yeah. Where he came out the conquering hero and he made Elon look like a complete idiot. And then the tables got turned on him. Yeah, he was trying to come out looking like I slayed Elon, and what ended up happening was Elon slayed him, and that's exactly. hysterical. Yes. And again, that's exactly the way it's supposed to go, though. That's what we get. You're absolutely right, Def. He does. He gets a thunder kicks. Thunder, 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 thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here! <laughs> so uh, last night, while we were talking before. Vlin left. Uh, there was a missile fired from North Korea into the sea that separates Japan and North Korea, which, if I if I remember, it is the South China Sea or the North China Sea on that on that side. Um, and uh, and Mick went all crazy. The sky is falling. No, no, no. But it did go a different direction than every other test fired missile. So what does that tell us? That does tell us a lot, actually. They missed? No. North Korea is getting ballsy. Uh, may, maybe they need to steal out. more of our uh, our missile guidance chips so they can aim better. That's a possibility. I mean, if we gave them the real ones in the first place, that would matter. But since we didn't give them the real ones in the first place, it really doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Well, they should, uh, they should ask the Air Force or the, the Air National Guard. Yeah, because I hear that they like to talk about this shit. Only on so, Discord, though. Yeah, the 21-year-old the was arrested today. Uh, there's video floating around. I don't know if we have any in here. Did you get yeah, any? It's yeah, there. it's in there. It's in... Find out. Yeah. Um, so our Benedict Garland went on the TV today to give his press conference about how they got him, but they can't seem to catch the January 6th pipe bomber. Um they or the Supreme Court leaker. Or the Supreme Court leaker or anyone. Well, that's because it came from a judge. But, yeah, they, they can't seem to catch any of those people. But somehow they can catch this 21-year-old kid who leaks some highly classified information that really embarrasses both the U.S. and Ukraine all at the same time. And, uh, yeah, Benedict Garland had to go out there and announce that today. So check this out. Today, the Justice Department arrested... Jack Douglas Teixeira, in connection with an investigation into alleged unauthorized removal, retention, and transmission of classified national defense information. Teixeira is an employee of the United States Air Force National Guard. Agents took Teixeira into custody earlier this afternoon without incident. He will have an initial appearance at the U.S. District Court for the District of Massachusetts. I want to thank the FBI, Justice Department prosecutors, and our colleagues at the Department of Defense for their diligent work on this case. This investigation is ongoing. We will share more information at the appropriate time. Thanks. 
Yeah. So he got arrested today. Again, they can't find the January 6th bomber. They can't seem to they can't seem to catch anyone else. But they caught this kid quicker than shit, faster than fuck. And they showed up at his house with an HRT team. How do we even know that's them? They, they had an HRT team roll up in Bearcats and everything. And they had the kid perp walked straight to the street. Swear to God. As if the kid was some super terrorist. As if he was the next Unabomber. Makes sense, right? Makes sense. To hey, me. Discord is dangerous. It's right up yeah, there with we, 4chan. Hey, we know all about that. We how many times have we even booted from Discord, babe? All of them. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. Hey, I'm at Lindsay's house. Oh, Lindsay B, what's going on, Lindsay? Uh, I'm about to walk up to her door. We just got out of the car. Right there. Okay. Hey. Right. Well, you go do all that and okay. we'll be back. We'll come back to you. Just like throw up your hand or something. I'm going to remove you from the stream right now. All right. So she's gone for right now. They'll be back. As soon as she texts me and says, yeah, we, we're good to go. Um, they'll jump in. Either way, she made it down. At least she made it to Lynn's B's house. So she's got uh, my uh, son and my wife down there. Hi, Lynn's. <laughs> Big high from Georgia. So let's move on because uh, that was pretty much it for the find out folder. And there's nothing in the dawn today. There's tons in Joe the spy, though. So let me let me put this in order, please, because we're going to start with yesterday. So let me start with yesterday and we'll go from there. Joe was asked some uh, pertinent questions. Uh, this is old info from the egg roll, but still talks about Joe the Spy, and I think this is really funny. Check this out. Are you saying that, uh, that you would be uh, taking part in uh, our upcoming election in 2024? Well, I'll either be rolling an egg or you know, being the, the, you know, the guy who's pushing them out. Come on, help a, bro help a brother out. Make no, some news no, for no, me. No. I, well, I, I plan on running out, but we're not prepared to announce it yet. All right. Well, well he plans on running. I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but he plans on running. The old man who can't figure out what his last name is plans on running. Yeah, but here's some more talking heads that have more to say about it. Think back. Why did Putin invade Ukraine? Why has China been so aggressive? During the first year or so of President Biden's term, he, he not only surrendered to the Taliban, he uh, removed sanctions on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. He got rid of the China initiative. I mean, he showed, he, I mean it, mean it, he showed every... Uh, intention of trying to appease both China and Russia. And you mentioned what scares you. I'll tell you what also scares me. Um, President Biden has another year and a half to discover new and innovative ways to suck. And it is a dangerous world out there. It, 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 he's not wrong. Biden does. He. We have another year and a half with this guy folks <laughs> I, 
I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I can't, I, I don't know if I can stand another year and a half. I, I'm serious. How are, are we really going to sit around and do this for another year and a half? Do we really think that this is the best route to go? I, I'm serious. Is this an option that we have? Can we consider this tangible? What? Let's look at it in military terms. Let's let's do a little reverse planning here. Okay. Let's just think about this real quick. Can we, if we were to survive, let's just say everything worked out like unicorns and rainbows. All right. Sunshines and sparkle flowers. Let's just pretend it all worked out. What would we salvage from this government currently that we have? See, that's where my issue is. I start there and I work my way backwards. Is there a part of this government that isn't corrupt? I want to say that the meter maids are not, but even I have questions about them. So where does, how deep is the corruption in our country? Have we figured out where the corruption in our country is? Because I don't think we have. I think we've only, we've only cut the top of it. I think we picked the top of the scab off. It just started oozing a little bit of blood. We haven't pulled that whole scab off yet. And we're not seeing the bright red pumpy blood. So I don't think we've seen the extent the corruption is in our government. I think we've only seen a fraction of it. And the reason I say that is this. Think about this. Why would so many Republicans who live in red states, where there's so many of you, and you all live there too, you all ask your congressman the same questions we probably ask our congressman, I guarantee it. And you've probably already asked, why are we sending so much money over to Ukraine? Now, I hadn't, hadn't really had a chance to talk about this because I normally have another one here who, who likes to keep us in line, and that's her job. And that's why I've never really talked about it. But let's honestly think about it. Why are those Republicans sending all that money over to fucking Ukraine? Have you guys ever thought about this? And there's a reason for it. And it's funny, but there's a reason for it. Think about it. The Republicans are saving their child sex trafficking avenues, they are keeping those open by sending all this money to Ukraine. They're just as dirty as the left is. They are pushing money. They're pushing weapons. They want to keep their tributary open where they funnel kids in through Mexico, push them through the U.S., send them to Latvia, and have them truck down to Ukraine so that they can just get dispersed to wherever they're else, wherever else they're going to go. That's how this little we talked about, you know, back in the day in, in, in school. Maybe not some of you, you older folks, folks older than me. You guys were taught this. You remember the old triangle trade? From 1775 on, actually it was 1773 on. The triangle trade was 
trading slaves for diamonds for wheat. That's what they call the triangle trade. That's all this is. The kids are being traded for money, getting passed through for drugs, getting sent overseas for God knows what. That's what that is the new triangle trade. And the money's right in the middle of all of that. History fucking repeats itself. It repeats itself. It happens. This is the same thing. Just it's a different type of triangle. Instead of being more of a right triangle, now it's more of an obtuse triangle. Oh, well, it's a different triangle. The liberals said it was a different triangle. You said it was a specific one. Fuck you, twits. You guys are have been wrong more times than you've been wrong more times than I've been right. And that's the scary part. Holy shit. But it gets better because then we get into Afghanistan. What happened in Afghanistan, Joe? Just wondering because you're such a fucking spy for the bad guys. What'd you do to us there, bud? Other than sell our people out, open our borders, and basically give away all our money because the dollar's about to crash. If you guys haven't been watching the news or the money situation going on right now. Oh, by the way, here in Richmond Hill, Georgia, I went to fill up today. $3.49 a gallon. We're another 10 cents higher than we were yesterday. I don't know what it's like in your neck of the woods. I'm just letting you know it is just jumping through the fucking roof here. And normally we're the last ones to feel uh, gas price rises because we're at the end of an oil line. Normally they're the last ones to jump their prices. So just to give you an idea, you guys, I'm sure, especially you folks out there in Colorado, um, uh, I, I know there's a bunch of you guys uh, out there in Colorado that fucking are dealing with this shit too. So <laughs> watch your back because this is no, yep. There, Cisco said they're going up here too. There we go. I knew it. Telling you, watch it. it it's happening. The dollar is slowly but surely collapsing. We're, um, I just heard a guy today, actually, have you ever heard uh, the Morgan Wallace report? It's on Apple podcast. He's a finance guy. He's boring as all sin. He sucks. But the greatest part about him is he is the smartest fucking dude when it comes to money. So today he had on a guest and they were talking about the dollar. They were talking about the specific thing. And I listened to him just for the financial financial shit, because I rightfully, I, although I understand a little bit of it, I, I would not ever recommend you taking any tips on the stock market for me. However, with that, he was talking um, about this and he, he was talking about what we're about to see in the US. And he said, we're already seeing what we're seeing right now with the rise of the dollar or the drop of the dollar so quickly and the rise of all prices going through the roof. Um, what you're going to see is what, what we're seeing right now, I should say, is the beginning of hyperinflation. Because as our dollar is worth less, uh, everything else is going to cost more. Everything else will cost more. So you're going to start to see, and I, I, I saw Liana, you were in here earlier, you were talking about a locksmith. And uh, he, you said that he was rip, raking you over the coals. He probably isn't. 
it literally is probably what the prices are. And the prices are only going to get higher. And that's literally what is going on right now. So I, I, I beg of you, if you've got money in the markets, you know, pull it out, put it in gold, silver, make yourself physically wealthy. Uh, don't put it in fucking stupid bonds and shit because you're going to lose that shit if you do. Yeah, I know. Brazil bounced to bricks too. Yeah, that happened as well. How else is, what else is Joe going to do to sell out our country? I, I mean, <laughs> he can do a lot more. Remember, we still have a year and a half of this fuck stick. That's the scary part. He hasn't even gone all OG. What we're seeing here is just a derelict of duty. We're also seeing the, the, the insulting of the intelligence of the American people. We all watched what happened. We all watched that botched withdrawal. We all watched people falling from planes. We saw the chaos. You cannot act like those things didn't happen. And at some point, you can't blame President Trump for everything. You've got to take responsibility for your failures. And we all witnessed that live on TV. Yep. Saw that plane taking off out of Bagram. Watch the dude fall off the bottom of the plane. Sure did. Everybody did. Joe. Oh, Joe. Um, I don't know if these are in order, babe, but I'm going to play them this way. So. so anyway, Joe was in Ireland. We all know this. And here's some of Joe in Ireland. Oh, shit. I thought they just fucking closed the doors on them. They were like, nope, retard's not allowed. You got to stay out there. I love when I watch the Irish prime minister push our president around. I think that's uh, something the world can be happy about. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I think it's really cool when I see the Irish prime minister pushing around the president of the United States. It's what I always thought my president should be doing. That's, you know, it's the way the president's supposed to be handled these days, I guess. You know, that's what they tell us. Craziness. It is crazy. But then he went into, uh, he won't answer reporters' questions. Nope. Nope. He won't answer any reporters' questions. But he's going to go to parliament, give a speech, the Irish parliament in Dublin. Which it is a gorgeous town. If you've never been to Dublin, Dublin is gorgeous. It's not the Irish doing this. This is Joe on a government-paid family reunion. That's it. We are right now paying for his family reunion in Ireland. He's proud of his kids. He's in Ireland. Fuck him. Stay there then. You like it? Stay there, please. Don't come back here. We don't want you back. We really don't. I think there's less than 10% of America that actually wants you back in the States, Joe. Dead serious. Most of those people don't matter anyway. Just saying. If I, I wouldn't be worried about them. Let's just say that. Either way. This is Joe in old Ireland. Can't take any questions from the American press. But man... He can get up there and talk in Ireland. Old Joe. And I never understood what he meant when he said, Joey, I worry about you. You lean over. I said, Pop, what do you worry about? He said, you're too much. You're too much like that guy who led the revolution. 
instead of the guy who was the prime minister. I said, who's, he said, you got to be less like the military guy. They shot him. Huh? What? What is he talking about? Anybody? I have no idea. Bop pop. They shot him. What do you? Uh, all right, whatever. Yeah, Joe's out there flapping. This is Joe in Ireland. This is what the rest of the world is seeing, folks. If you're embarrassed, be embarrassed for yourself. Because this is what, this is how the world views the United States of America right now. Everything you're seeing here, this is what China's looking at. This is what North Korea's looking at. This is what fucking Russia's looking at. This is Joe. Oh, I love this too. They got Gaelic up here. It's so awesome. <sighs> the president of the United States, Joseph R. Biden Jr. That's what that says, just in case you're wondering. Because I've never been more optimistic about the future than I am today. And I'm at the end of my career, not the beginning. The only thing I bring to this career after my aged, as you can see, how old I am, was a little bit of wisdom. I Did he just say a little bit of wisdom? Um, folks, I have a question for you. I'm dead serious about this one. A little bit of wisdom? Where? My 11-year-old smarter in his pinky than you are in your whole body, you fucking retard. Holy shit. I, I, I bring a little bit of wisdom. Don't worry about it. Uh, I don't think so, Joe. I, I don't think we're... Yeah, no, I, I did. Let's, let's, let's listen to that again. I, I'll bring it back up. That's a good point. Thank you. Def said, he said he's at the end of his career. Did you catch that? Good point, Def. That is an interesting catch. Let's listen to that again. I'll go from halfway. The only thing I bring to this career after my aged, as you can see, how old I am, was a little bit of wisdom. Because I've never been more optimistic about the future than I am today. And I'm at the end of my career, not the beginning. I'm at the end of my career, not the beginning. Huh. Good point, Daph. Good catch. And I'm at the end of my career, not the beginning. The only thing I bring to this career after my aged, as you can see. Yeah, he's old. We know. Joe, you're old. We get it. God, please do us a favor. And the next one, Joe's still proud. We're denied opportunity. I'll tell you a story. I was campaigning for president. And I was out in Colorado, and I was with a man whose family had been, he was a former senator, a man whose family had been in the United States since the conquistadors for generations. And he kept, and there were a whole lot of people standing across a refurbished rail station in, in western, excuse me, in eastern Colorado. And there were literally 10,000 people on the other side of the track waiting to hear me speak. And he kept saying, now, Joe, remember, 
Remember, these people are not, these are my people. They're Hispanic. They're not used to being taken. You got to show respect in Syria. I said, I understand. I kept, kept it up. Finally, I turned to God's truth. This refurbished train station, okay? It had like linen kind of wallpaper on it. And about every 20 feet, there was a brass plaque that said, no Irish allowed. I said, I get it. I get it. Um, I, I don't. Is anybody else completely confused right now? I, I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it at all. Joe, what are you what are you talking about? No Irish, they're Mexican. I, I think you're blending some stories together there, Joe. I, I, I got to be real. I think he's blending stories together. I think Joe's got some dementia going on. Some Well, I, we know that Joe's got some serious dementia going on because he doesn't know where he is on any given day. But that is, I, I don't even know what to say. I, I don't know if there's even anything we can say about that. Remember, too, folks. North Korea shooting missiles off at Japan. China's sitting there right now, borderline invading fucking Taiwan. You got Russia that's already in Ukraine. Oh, and by the way, Brazil just jumped to bricks. Uh, so far, everybody else has. India just made a deal with OPEC in rubles and not in American dollars. That is horrible for us, by the way, just so you're aware. India was the biggest country using American dollars for the longest time. They've just completely switched to rubles. Uh, we're going to have uh, a rough time, a rough go of it here soon. This is getting worse and worse. This is not going to be pretty. At the end of the day, we're going to have to... I, th I, I think we're almost at the point where we have to take stock in what we have before we lose any more. I don't know about you guys. I'm at the point where I think we need to take stock of what we've got before everything else goes to shit because everything's about to go to shit. And we're fucked. If we wait too much longer and this is not a plea to you guys. I know it's not you guys. I know you guys aren't making the call on this, but this is the people who are making this call. Think about this quickly, please. We can't endure another year and a half of this douchebag. Our country cannot endure another year and a half of this douchebag. He has destroyed this country selectively in the last two years that he's been in charge of it. He's run it into the ground. He's tried to put it underground as best as he can. They're begging. They, no, better yet, they are dying. They... They are hoping, hoping that somebody drops the stock market before they have to. They're hoping something goes way upside down in that before they have to, because they're afraid they're going to have to do it. This, if we're getting to the point where action is no longer going to be a choice. And I want you all to understand this because this is serious. We are quickly, we are speeding. It's like we just mainlined eight, eight balls and we're all fucking going balls to the wall right now. We are speeding to the end of this track. And when we get down far enough, 
the only thing we're going to be able to do is to act. The only thing we're going to be able to do is to act. The only thing we're going to be able to do is to stand up and say no. I, I, I'm, I'm afraid of that day though, because I'm afraid so many people are going to try and just stick their heads back in the sand. And it is really funny because today, you know, Leanna, you were talking about it early on and well, later on in your show, after you got done destroying my son, which was awesome and funny. Um, but one of the things you were talking about more towards the middle of your show was when do we, when is it? I always ask the question, when is enough enough? But if that doesn't make a debt and you can't get through with your rights because, you know, people on the left, they don't even think about the rights. They think their rights are just, oh, it was on a piece of paper written 200 years ago. It doesn't matter anymore. No, it still really matters. But when, what is it? What conspiracy theory, and somebody asked me this the other day too, what conspiracy theory is it that's going to wake everyone up? And I said, I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory. I think what's going to wake everyone up is when they realize that everything we believed in, everything that we thought was right. And I refer back to the comedian I played last night. And he said, you know, the president's in charge of everyone. I'm a father. I'm in charge of two boys. I've done, I've done lie to those sons of bitches all the fucking time. All right. Whether it was the tooth fairy, Santa, Halloween, whatever. They are lying to us. There is nothing that they are telling us the truth about. And you can see it as clear as day. Because they can't hide it anymore like they used to be able to. They're, remember. The internet didn't used to exist way back in the day, because if it existed way back in the day, the politicians wouldn't have gotten away with what they got away with. The politicians today. And fuck, I'm going to have to do it. I can't believe this. And I know Lynn's going to give me shit and you all are too. Bongino said it right today. He was right about one thing today. He said, this is fuck you politics. It really is. He couldn't say F you. He had to say F you on his little show. But I'll say it. This is fuck you politics. Literally, the left has done this to this to us the whole time. They said, oh, that's not happening, even though we have absolute proof that it is. And they said, no, that's not happening. And then they said, fuck you. And then they doubled and tripled and quadrupled down on it. And they just kept going with it. Even though it's a complete and utter lie. Folks, I have the biggest penis in the world. I am going to double, triple, quadruple down on that. Why? Because it can. According to the left, that's all you have to do. If you blow through all those stops with nothing but fuck you politics, you can do anything. That's what the left's doing. And they're doing it every day on a consistent basis. They're better. They are better at it than we are. Their messaging is consistent. And it's on point. They don't miss. Every day, they go out. Look, hey, they, you know what? They took a bit from Carlin. You know, you remember the bit, Liana, that Carlin did where he said, you know what? 
He's like, I'm a politician and I'm full of shit. You know I'm full of shit and you're still going to vote for me anyway, so that makes you full of shit, so we're all full of shit. That's so right. You're right. It isn't. It isn't politics. It's mob theory. It literally is mob theory. That's it. They they rule uh, via mob dictate. That's that's my take. Because just yesterday I heard that Biden got slammed on the uh, abortion pill thing. Like a Fifth Circuit judge put it up, and the Court of Appeals said, "Nope, you can't do that," and they struck it down. And then Biden said, "Yeah, we heard that, but we're just not going to follow the law anyway." Um, did you guys hear that? They heard that, but they're not going to follow the law anyway. Uh, normally, when people do that, the law doesn't apply to me either. What about you? doesn't apply to me. I don't think it applies to you. If you listen to me, I know it doesn't apply to you. You're already saying, fuck that shit. <laughs> oh, the rules don't apply to you. They don't apply to me either. Let's just see how this one works out for you. That's a bold move, Cotton. Really is. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Yes, and we got more White House bullshit. Wonderful. Wow, there's a lot of White House bullshit. Oh, it's Mophead. That's why. Oh, so she hit it. Oh, my God. Oh, you guys, I want all of you to yell at V-Lynn about this when she comes back on. She hid this in a folder and she didn't tell me what it was. And I just opened it and we're fucked. Because, yep, you're right. The worst press secretary in American history. LGBTQI plus kids are resilient. They are fierce. They fight back. They're not going anywhere. And we have their back. This administration has their back. We are so proud of the kids across this country who have organized protests and school walkouts to tell the politicians in their states to stop this legislative bullying. I know that these political attacks can really take toll on people's mental health. So I wanna say directly to LGBTQI plus kids, you are loved just as you are, just the way you are. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, you call 988, the National Crisis Hub. Uh, I call 988 just to screw with them. But yeah, they have their back. I wonder what that means. Does that mean Joe's gonna sniff their hair? Just wondering, asking for a friend. <laughs> LGBTQ. No, it's LBGBBQ. LBGBBQ. That was the funny one. And that didn't even come from me or Vilan's mouth. That came from this, uh, my son's mouth. He told us that joke. Woo. The kids these days, right? Kids these days. All right, next. Oh, look who it is. Who's going to get fired now? Who's going to get fired over this? Peter, the purpose of the document that we're putting out today uh, is to sort of collate the chief reviews and findings of the agencies that did after action reviews. Um, uh, the it, It's not... The, the purpose of it is not accountability. 
no, 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 sir. You're wrong. The purpose is accountability, sir. A. B. Uh, my next question is who's going to get fired? Normally, at situations like this, when shit goes this wrong, somebody's head moves to the chopping block. Somebody's head does. I, I don't know whose, but somebody's head moves to the chopping block. And so far, haven't heard anybody being moved up there. What? Somebody told me today that Millie's retiring supposedly because of Afghanistan. Has anybody heard that? Anybody? I haven't. Haven't heard a thing about that. Matter of fact, Millie said I'm retiring because my career's over. He knows there's no, no, no movement forward. And oh yeah, we just, yeah, we're just reviewing it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. It's just an internal review. We're not here to hold anybody accountable. So 13 people, both Marines, soldiers, and airmen died in Afghanistan during your withdrawal. No one is going to take account for the 13 soldiers that died. Okay. This administration has done everything but take any accountability for anything they've ever done. They have blamed, blamed Donald Trump. They have blamed the GOP. They have fucking blamed the American people, their own constituents. Yet we're so retarded, we walk back into the voting booth and, yep, I'll vote. I don't know about you all. Fuck that shit. Because I'm about ready to say, hey, you're right. Gets my blood pressure going too. But just because, hey, look, Tammy, just because your blood pressure, my blood pressure get up around 600, you and me alone can't do anything to stop this. We need every other American in this country to stand up at the same time saying no more. Nah, bear. We're done. You know, one of the things I loved about Justin when he said that all the time, nah, bear. I thought that was something people could get behind. I thought that was like a rallying cry. Nah, bear. Nope. Nope. Next time the government comes, nah, bear. I mean, I thought eventually we'd see like, like foam hands out there. You know, the stop hands and the foam hand would come out and just say nah, bear across it. Nah, bear. Nope. We're not doing that. Nope. We don't want to. Why? Because we don't want to. He's stepping down because his term's up. Yeah, that's what he says. I've heard other people say, well, he's stepping down because, well, Afghanistan was such a debacle. According to him, it was perfect. And according to this douchebag, they didn't do anything wrong. It was all Trump's fault. Because he had too much equipment there. Yeah, but well, I guess we'll just listen to the same shit. It's just... This is the storyline is getting old. And with what Bongino said today, what I just told you about fuck you politics, that's exactly that is exactly what this is. This is fuck you politics. Oh, you want you want somebody to be held responsible for Afghanistan. Now, fuck you. Watch this. Hold my beer. That's another thing we're going to get into. I want to get into, remind me about that, Tammy. Hold me to this. I'm dead serious. I want to get into Tennessee because I got some thoughts. I think you all need to hear about that. 
I, 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 the Tennessee thing, whoo, that sent me down another river. Let's get through this first, and then I'll bring up the Tennessee thing because, yeah, you want to see somebody get hot, I'll get hot about that. Fuck that shit. That is some gay shit right there. Sorry, if I could just follow up. Kristen asked a question earlier. This report, this, this summary of, of your perspectives came out as the president was on his way to the Camp David retreat for the Easter weekend. When should we anticipate an opportunity for the president to stand for our questions about the findings and stuff? I, I don't have anything on his schedule to speak to. Thank you. I guess the president's not going to talk about it. I guess he just said, fuck you, American people. You don't need an answer. You don't deserve a fucking answer. You don't deserve that. No. No, he's not going to talk. He's not going to answer questions of the American people. He's not going to tell you why he did what he did or do what he did when he said he did. He's not going to do any of that. It's gone. Don't worry about it. It's over. The depiction of the commander in chief that you present or this commander in chief is of a figure almost helpless and, and shaped and buffeted by individuals and forces uh, and entities that are beyond his control when he had every option to increase the troop size there during his eight months in office. He had every option to uh, intensify attacks on the 5,000 Taliban fighters and so on. So uh, what, I, I just don't understand why you're willing to depict uh, your boss, the commander in chief, as so helpless in this instance. The president was anything but helpless. <laughs> That's not what he just said, dude. That's exactly not what he just said. He just showed you that he had every chance to do everything right to make the withdrawal more smooth. And what you just said was he wasn't helpless. This is fuck you politics. That's what this is. Fuck you. It doesn't matter what you see. It's only about what I see and what I tell you, you see. You don't see the... Oh. Of this here, oh, don't worry, don't worry about this here. You don't see that. Why? Because I fucking told you you don't see it. That's why. Exactly. Everyone does have their own agenda, and that is a fucking issue. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Agreed, Mick. We all need to stand together. But as as I have learned, and this is what. Uh, Michelle told me, agreed, Mick, we all need to stand together. But as I learned, everyone has, they do. And that's, okay, that's where we, and uh, some of you have actually asked this question privately via email. I'm going to go ahead, and I, I think enough people have asked now that I think I've got enough. I've got two or three emails about it. Let, let's let's talk about this. You're, you brought up a very good point, uh, Michelle, because you brought up, People do have their own agenda. One of the things I have noticed, okay, patriots, uh, uh, real people, let's put it that way, real people. Yes, PQuest, thank you for the cookie. Um, for instance, let's say that you guys came down here to Savannah, Georgia, just like Liana did. Liana can tell you, by the way, if you came, came down here and we told you to come down here and we said, yeah, you should come down. Great fun. Good job. We'll have a good time. Blah, blah, blah. She can tell you you're going to have a good time. You're going to get fucked up and we're going to enjoy it. All right. Now with that, I, I'm a real patriot. 
at the end of the day, when you leave, I'm not going to ask you for a dime. I'm not going to ask you for anything. I'm not even going to ask you to clean it up after yourself. I'll do it. You're going to do it nonetheless because you're a real person. People don't go in like that into somebody who's being that hospitable and make a fucking mess. They don't fuck shit up like that. They don't do that. People don't do that. Okay? Patriots don't do that. Real patriots. I'm talking ones that are here for the cause. It was really funny because I was looking for this clip for you ass clowns, for all of my 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 wolf pack out there. Actually, correction, for all of Justin's wolf pack out there. Because there's one clip from the Patriot that applies to every single one of you motherfuckers. Why is that? Do you remember the scene when Mel Gibson and the French guy, they walk into the pub and there's a bunch of old people sitting around and the French French soldier looks at Mel Gibson and he says, I don't know if these are the sort we need. Mel Gibson looks back and he goes, no, I think these are exactly the sort we need. And the French guy looks at him, he goes, really? And he said, God bless King George. And then they turn around and ran out the door because everybody stopped eating and everything was thrown at the door to include knives and everything else. And they turned around and walked right back in and said, no, we're here to recruit you all to join the militia. That's you all. Because that's what fucking savages you all are. If I were to walk in a bar and say, God bless Joe Biden. If I didn't have bullets following me out that door, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing there for. Because I should be getting shot at leaving that fucking door if I'm standing around a bunch of real wolves because they don't like this shit. And they're done with this. That's how we need to recruit. That's what we're talking about. That's our pod building, as Leanna talked about it today. Have you built your pod yet? You get out there. You make contact with anybody. I'm interested. I'm even interested. I just want to see, because some of you have reached out and told me that you were meeting up with different groups just to see where people stood. You should do that. I think we all should do that. I think we should all go outside, talk to our neighbors, just to find out. You don't even have to go very far. Tell you what, go outside, talk to your neighbor, knock on their door. Just go over there for a cup, ask to borrow some brown sugar. And then have a conversation with your neighbor. See where your neighbor stands. See if your neighbor is a pelican or whatever that fucking bird is that sticks its head in the sand ostrich or see if your neighbor is one of us first before you walk in the house i beg of you to do this and this i i stand behind before you walk in the house look at the front yard look at the signs look at the flags if there are flags on the house look at the flags there's a trump flag there you can pretty much carry you can pretty much guarantee that they're going to be on or about the same level you are so just go knock on the door and maybe maybe we don't we don't go in there with all of our hostile and 
even if we don't have any hostility towards Donald Trump, maybe we don't bring the questions of Donald Trump with us. Maybe what we do is we make it all about the current administration. So that way you don't get angry either. See, I'm just trying to avoid you getting pissed off and yelling at the other guy. I think there's a way we can do this. And I, I think it'll work too. If you guys roll out there and just talk to your neighbor, just see what your neighbor knows. See what they've got to learn. See where maybe you can help them. You can help educate them. You know what the thing I found funny that works for Vanessa Velen? Her, she goes out there, she builds these wacky, this wacky shit out in the garden. You can see it. You can see it from the road. Do you know what it does? People stop and ask. They pull up in the driveway and they go, hey, what are you building there? And you know what she does? She hits them right there. She asks them where they stand. Why not? Do some crazy shit like that in your neighborhood. One of the things I did, like I said, when I moved in, I put the, the Gatson flag up for 24 hours, flew it for 24 hours with nothing. Okay. Then I put my American flag up. And I had so many people stop at my house to find out if I was truly a patriot or not. So I know that works. Fly your freak flag. Yes, your freak flag should be the Gatson flag. Why? Because it shows that you're pissed. Fly it by itself with nothing else on the pole. Trust me. If anybody's a student in history, they will understand what that means. The Gatson flag was flown prior to the revolution starting. It let all of the colonists know that, hey, war's about to kick off. They ran it up in Boston and it flew all the way down the East Coast, all the way down to Florida. How fucking crazy is that? Put up the Gatson flag. If you don't know what the Gatson flag is, here, I'll show you. But by now, you should know what the Gatson flag is. Of course, you can't see it because it's yellow and it's going to come out green. But that's the Gatson flag. Don't tread on me. Fly that in your front yard. See how many people stop by your house to find out if you're truly a patriot or not. Seriously, do it. You'll be amazed, wouldn't you? If you saw that flag flying, now that you understand what it means, if you saw that in somebody's house, wouldn't you drive by and see if somebody was truly a fucking patriot or not? Wouldn't you want to know if you could push them or not? How, where do they stand? Do they got weapons? What are they going to do? Are they farmers? Do they have chickens? Maybe they know how to do something I don't know how to do. Maybe the guy's a plumber. Everybody needs a good plumber now and then. Or an electrician here and there. Why not? Was it a buddy of mine was just telling me out in uh, Colorado, uh, not Colorado, sorry, Utah. He lives out there. He's uh, one of those off-grid guys. Um, anyway, he, he doesn't like being around the public. But one thing he did, his neighbors and him, they bought a, uh, for $2,000, they bought a 40-foot Conex container. They put it in the ground, 13 feet underground. Um, above it, they had an, electri an electrician come in, one of their buddies, one of the guys that was part of this crew was an electrician. And he built a Faraday cage around the box. One of the other guys was a concrete guy. He built all of the 
he had his company put in all the concrete shit above the box on the sides of the box to defend the box. The other guy, a bunch of the other guys were um, general uh, carpenters. They went in the box and built a whole bunch of shit up. They built fucking couches, beds, drawers, dressers, desks, this, that, and the other one. This, that, and the other thing. Then there, one of the other guys buried the box, and then they built like a stairwell down to it. And I heard about this, and I was like, what are you doing it for? And we're getting ready. Okay, understand. I was like, how many people did it take? He took in, in total. He said we can actually house... 55 people in the box. He said, but there's only nine of us that were involved. Nine people, nine Patriots got together. And that's what they did. It's crazy. But it's always good to know good crazy. It's always good to know good crazy. This is a good crazy. That's something you want to be involved in. If you've got people around you, pipe hitters. Yes. You got people around you like that. You need to you need to pay attention to them. You need to pay attention to them. Those are the guys you want. That's the sort we need. That's what you want around. And back to the White House. More Kirby. Proud of Biden's withdrawal from Afghanistan. Because he is. He really is. This guy believes in it. Down to his heart. Don't know why. He was an admiral in the Navy. You would think that he knows something about honor. But I guess he doesn't. Nobody's saying that everything was perfect, but there was a lot that went right. And a lot of Afghans are now living better lives in this country and other countries around the world because of the sacrifices and the work of so many American government officials. So, yeah, there's a lot to be proud of, Peter. Uh, yeah, no, not really. I, I disagree. What about the ones that were under the helicopter there, bud? What about those? What about the ones when the Taliban took back over, they just shot them in the forehead because they were working for us. And we told them that we'd always protect them. We told them that would never happen again. What about those guys? Yeah, you, you don't you don't say anything about that. No, we're proud. We're proud. Proud of what happened, though. Proud. What does the president believe? What mistakes does the president believe he made? I'm not going to speak for the uh, president on, on, on that score. Of course you're not. Of course you're not. That is obvious. We know you're not. We should have known better. I don't know what this one is. This is uh, KJP insists it should be done without negotiation. Oh, moving the uh, economy forward. The debt ceiling, it should be done without negotiation. Yeah, just no negotiation. We're just going to go ahead and raise it. How do you guys feel? Just wondering. Everybody else in, down with that? I'm not. Fuck that shit. This is one I've been waiting for, though. Have you guys seen this one? This will be a good one. If you haven't seen this yet, get, get ready, because this one's going to blow your mind. Hope may not be the obvious takeaway from what we saw at the Tennessee State House this week, but that sure was one of mine. On Thursday, the Republican majority in the state legislature voted to expel two of their young, black, outspoken colleagues. There's no coincidence there, simply because they joined a protest for gun reform in the House chamber last week. And let's all remember how this all started. A mass shooting late last month at a school in Nashville killed six people, including three nine-year-old kids. But what we saw this week make one thing clear, activism works. 
kids, parents, and state lawmakers all stood up and spoke out and made it so Republicans couldn't just look away. What we saw this week from Republicans in Tennessee was fear. Fear that the outrage over gun violence might put some pressure on them to actually do something, or at least make it harder to do absolutely nothing. This was never about decorum or abiding by some outdated, archaic rules about the House floor in Tennessee. This was about silencing effective Black messengers speaking hard truths. And that attempt to silence these lawmakers, it backfired badly. They expelled them in part for bringing a megaphone to the House floor. But now they have given these legislators a much bigger megaphone, one that is being heard all across the country. We called for you all to ban assault weapons and you respond with an assault on democracy, but you will not be victorious because there are generations of young people who see what is going on. You are seeking to expel District 86's representation from this house in a country that was built on a protest. In a country that was built on a protest. The voices of Justin J. Pearson and Justin Jones, who you just heard, are exactly what we need in this moment. In the wake of that shooting in Nashville, in the wake of 141 mass shootings in our country this year, 141. I was watching this all unfold this week, and it all made me think of a story my former boss, Barack Obama, used to tell a lot. He spoke about the impact of one little old lady in Greenville, South Carolina, with a big hat and who reminded him on a particularly long day during a particularly long month on the presidential campaign, believe me, I was there, that there was still reason for hope. One voice can change a room. And if it can change a room, it can change a city. And if it can change a city, it can change a state. And if it can change a state, it can change a nation. And if it can change a nation, it can change the world. That story always stuck with me. And this week, I really just couldn't get out of my head because our next guest is having exactly that kind of an impact that Barack Obama was talking about in that clip. Justin J. Pearson, who was expelled from the Tennessee State House this week, is a. Shut up, bitch. We all hate you. OK. Peppermint Patty needs to go. I don't know what NBC was thinking by giving her her own show. She was. The second worst press secretary because KJP beats her by arms and shadows. But she is undoubtedly the absolute worst host. And she said, my old boss, Barack Obama, did everybody catch that? Who was her old boss? Just asking for a friend. And, uh, Bible shoved up, I don't know what, Donald something. Uh, why does everyone make it seem like we knew people would die? If Trump said, let's pull out, outcome would have been the same. I agree and disagree. First of all, Trump's big point was we weren't going to pull all the way out. We were going to keep people there for a while. Not just for the foreseeable future. We were going to stay there to ensure that democracy would be 
stood up and the people would have been protected. That being said, I don't believe that there would have been the loss of life that there was. First of all, where the fuck did the Afghans get the helicopters from? Oh, those were Blackhawks. They came from us. If we had not pulled all the way out like we did, like a bunch of fucking retards, like, oh, well, we'll pull all the soldiers out first and then we'll worry about the civilians later. Well, who's going to hold the guns to stand and protect the civilians? Oh, well, there's no soldiers there. Exactly my point. It would have been more organized. I don't believe Donald Trump would have willy-nilly just pulled everybody out on one day like the left did. The left did that for a reason. They wanted to show, they thought they were going to pull it off in one swift boom. They thought they were going to get out and it would be clean and there would be nothing left. And they would have been like, look what we did, fuckers. And what ended up happening? They ended up fucking up, killing 13 fucking civilians because they or 13 military members because they didn't realize the amount of people that wanted to get the fuck out of there. Because let me tell you something, folks. I've been to Afghanistan more times than I've probably been to any one of your states. And let me tell you something right now. One of the things I know about all the people in Afghanistan, they all want to get the fuck out of Afghanistan. Why? It is a fucking shithole. That's why. They want to go anywhere else in the world. I don't believe for one second that Donald Trump, which we were just, folks, we were right on the teeter-tottering and just finding out about these mines that had just appeared in Afghanistan because we're not fighting so hard anymore. Do you know what we could have done as a country, not only for those mines, but also for ourselves with those mines. We would have had shit coming here. You have no idea how, I, I, guess, I, I guess the best way to put it, the rich, the treasures are in Afghanistan. There are quite a bit. We could have helped them mine it. We could have given them, built for them, their society through our own initiative and showing them liberty and freedom. But no. Instead, we pulled out and we let them down yet again, like another country has. Russia did it first. Then Russian ca Russia came in and fucked them up. Then the CIA showed up. They gave them weapons. Told him, hey, look, we'll take care of you now. And the U.S. was there. We took care of him. Then we just all of a sudden up and left, left a bunch on the ground. You know what we just made when we left all those people there? More terrorists. That's what we did. It's literally what we did. When we took off that day and we left all those people behind, we just made the new group of ISIS because now they're looking at coming after us. Why? Because they're pissed. Why are they pissed? They're fucking pissed because they got left behind and now they're going to get assassinated. And these motherfuckers don't forget. How do I know that? When I was in Iraq, there was a group of guys drove up to this wedding, fucking lit this wedding up, killed the bride, the groom, and a bunch of other guys. Their target was the bride and the groom. Why? 
They shot the groom because 36 years ago, the fucking groom shot his brother and killed him. 36 years passed. 36. And the guy fucking whacked him. Now you say, well, that's Iraq. Dude, that's the Middle East. They don't forget. They do not fucking forget. They just don't. Trust me. So I'm just saying, would it have been different? Yes, I do think it would have been different. Do I believe it would have changed anything in the overall outcome? Um, that's, you know what? I, I give you that. That is, that is a great question. That is a perfect question. I, I don't know because I don't think the Afghans were ready to take care of themselves. I really don't. They were still interested in technology and all this other bullshit before they were interested in fighting. So I don't know. You're right. You could be right on that one. The outcome might still be the same. But my point with the fucking U.S. military withdrawal like we did, we ended up leaving four point. What was it? Uh, Liana, you say it every one point three seven billion dollars in weapons behind that we just gave to them. We didn't even do the responsible thing like we did in Vietnam. Vietnam, we flew our guns and we flew our tanks and we flew our weapons out to aircraft carriers. And then out in the South China Sea, we pushed them off the side of aircraft carriers. $87 billion. $87 billion. Well, whatever. I'm just saying. I, I don't know. It's a great question, though. Makes me wonder, but I am being yelled at. Yes. Thank you so much for all of you because you know, VLAN's not here and VLAN just chimed in. She said, my, your son won't let me smoke. So, Hey, uh, last time I checked, you're the fucking parent. So you do what you got to do, sweetheart. I love you to death, but you're the fucking parent. Get ready. Light it up. If you can do it, if you can. Do it if you want to. If you don't want to, can I get an hour with you? Ah, shit, I missed it. Get it. Nah, bear. Thank you. Thank you, Liana. Yes. What, Vlan? What you can? You can't smoke it? What? He won't let you? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Hey, I'll do it for you, wicked. Oh, oh, look who's here. Look. The hell. Hello. What's up, baby? We're back on the road, heading to the girl. The girl? Yeah, we got two hours left in our trip. Actually, we're headed to the hotel. Okay. We're going to get cleaned up first, you know, take a shower, brush our teeth, that kind of thing, and then go and meet the girl. God, I hope so. Yes. He especially needs to brush his teeth and use some mouthwash. Well, that'd be good. (laughs) Hey, 
You're about to get your first kiss. You damn well better brush your teeth and use the mouthwash. Oh, he's going to get kissed? Oh, my hey, God. Mike. He's part of the ride as usual. Is he driving? Yes, he's driving. Why haven't you figured out your camera issue? I don't know. I I tried to open it in Google instead, and it said I had to open it in Safari. When I open it in Safari, you have to open it in Chrome. It wouldn't open it. In, it wouldn't work in Chrome. You got to update update your Chrome then. Probably. Because your Chrome's probably out of date. Because I just updated the computer, so. That's fine. I look like shit anyway. Y'all don't need to see me. No, I need to see it, baby. I I've been sure. in a car since uh, four o'clock in the morning your time. I haven't I taken a shower. I haven't done my hair. I haven't put on makeup. Um, we did it before. Stop. <laughs> We've done road shows before. We have done road shows before. You're right. And I'm releasing the scratching, so go get your scratching <laughs> done. See, when I'm by myself, I remember this shit. Look and at you go. Oh, one for the cookie. I'm disappointed in you, though, babe. Why? Because you referred to that dumb soulless bitch. Which one? By Bongino's nickname for her instead of by ours. It was like a virtual Bongino blowjob. I'm not okay. even there. Okay. Well, hey, her I name is know. her name is Piz Nazi. Well, I, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Now, now you bring it up. Um, that's fine, but. You're right. This is Nazi. Good, good point. Touche. <laughs> I should be calling my bullshit. Thank you. <laughs> Since all we're going to do is hear you, I'm going to move on here. Yeah, move on. Because we actually, yeah, I'm going to. I I was actually just coming in because it looked like you were a little late on. Uh, no, 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 no. I wasn't there, late. So. I was. I saw all of the messages. I got like 700 <laughs> messages in here, babe. Everybody's like, I know. Oh, tribute time, tribute time. They don't let me forget. So we're good. I, I don't know. think I ever have to worry about tribute time ever again now because they're no. so used to it. Everybody's like, oh, it's tribute time. Let's go. Let's go. We got it. Well, I am still smoking this bowl, though. That's so good. I do like that part of it. Smoke some for me. The boy, yeah, you gotta be. I, a, I was able to take uh, two hits off the bowl at, at Lindsay's place because I brought mine with me, but you know, that, that's why okay. he, he, I, he I can't drive now, mom. If he's in the car, that's fine. Please, I drive Dude. high every day. Hey, you fucking moron. There's <laughs> nothing I don't do high. Exactly. All right. <laughs> so just remember when I'm shooting at you, I don't do it. Not even I'll do that high now because I'm probably a better shot. That's a scary point. <laughs> anyway, you don't even get high anymore. Just I know relax. that's the point. Exactly. Anyway, um, still smell like shit either way. 
once you start smoking, you're going to think it smells great. No, John, that's a good one. Hey, Mick, do you think that the DNC hired Bill Clinton to John Wick Biden in Belfast? Hmm. The only way that happens, John, is if we see a really big explosion, bro. I don't know if it would be John Wick. It'd be more like, uh, what's that? London has, London, London has fallen. Oh, you mean like, uh, God, what's the guy from the, uh, three, the one that looks like uh, Russell Crowe, but isn't yeah. 300 guy, a uh, Gerard Depardieu, whatever the fuck, not Russell Crowe. Yeah. Gerard. Yeah. It's like Gerard Depardieu or some shit, some shit like that. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Same dude. Yeah. He's the uh, White House's uh, White House down or whatever or yeah, down, yeah, yeah. down or uh, he's uh, Olymp Olympus has fallen. Yeah, Olympus. that was that Olympus has fallen. Yeah, that was it was him, that guy. I mean, hey, could be. Possibly. We can only hope. We can, we can only hope. Uh, Gerard Butler, thank you. Bullet Sponge, O three eleven drone swarm would be more likely. Ooh. Good point. Bullet Sponge coming out with a fucking movie reference of all. Fuck yeah. Drone Swarm would be more likely. Good point. Good um, point. Okay. So I, I got to say, let me throw in here before I go. Uh, you and I, uh, I told you this morning, we talked this morning in the car. Um, <laughs> the girlfriend's calling, but hold on. So, uh, spit it out. You and I were talking this morning. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hold on. Audrey, you're live on the Patriot Party podcast. Audrey, I'll call you back in a second. I'll call you back. In a <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So, you and I were talking this morning, and I listened to the Red Pill Project, uh, the Daily Dose, this morning while Connor was sleeping because he slept until, you know, his normal time, like 10. Um, he just did it in the car while I was driving from 4.30. He was anyway. enough time to catch Liana's show. Uh, he, I, he, did, he did wake up to Liana going after him, and he, you know, he didn't, he didn't wake up happy. Let's just put it that way. But... <laughs> <laughs> However, he had to listen to because the rule in the car. So this is the deal. The rule in their car when they're driving is whoever's driving has control of the radio. Exactly. They get to listen to whatever they want. Velin was driving at the time. So Liana was on the radio. Until 1230. Until when we finally switched. <laughs> anyway. Um, but I, so I listened to the Red Pill Project and, and I, I told you about this, but then after we spoke, I, another thought occurred to me, I was listening to something else and all these little pieces, puzzle pieces came together and formed a big picture. So Josh proposed, he thinks that, that we are on the brink of an, he called it a civil war, but you know, we call it an uncivil war. So we're on the brink of an uncivil war and he thinks it's going to start, um, he thinks the people are going to go to their state representatives and say, basically, get out of the union or we're going to do it for you, right? Like, like we need to get out or we're going to war. But I, I have to disagree there because I don't think that the people have enough trust in any government, be it 
federal or state or local to trust their unelected officials with that. And I call them unelected because I don't think we've actually elected anyone for uh, who God knows how long, a hundred years, who knows? Anyway, so, but then, then I was listening to something else and they were talking about, you know, the potential for World War III um, and everything that's going on right now. China has Taiwan surrounded, essentially. Um, North Korea's lobbing missiles at Japan. Israel is also entirely surrounded um, as, as well, but even more so because we have essentially withdrawn our support and our munitions from Israel and sent them all to Ukraine. And now there's nothing left. So right now, uh, if the Saudis, who are no longer our allies, decide to pick a fight with Israel, we don't have any munitions to back Israel up. And I don't think that Biden would actually go to their defense anyway. However, any one of those things could kick off World War III at any moment. I personally think everything is going to happen all at once. I think that <coughs> when World War III kicks off in whatever way, shape, or form, whatever NATO country is attacked, however we're sucked into it immediately, or however they design to get us into it, I think they're going to institute a draft here in the U.S. And I think that is what is going to start the uncivil war. I think World War III and the uncivil war are going to start at the same time and essentially for the same reason, or one is going to start the other. Really quick, uh, JDOM17, uh, not a problem. Uh, we do it every night. Uh, welcome back. Um, we're trying to keep his memory alive. Um, trying to do the best. Glad you found us. Glad to see you. Um, and anybody that comes back like you do. Thunder. Yep. Thunder. Thunder. Thunder kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, it, it, uh, is it not what, what you said is there's just an extra step in there? Yep. That's all there is. One's going to take, it's going to take one to start the other. But there's just an extra step in there. Everything that we're talking about is the same thing. We're not talking about anything different. The thing nope. is, we're still going to stand up. The Absolutely. Point is, we have to. We don't have a choice anymore. No. Nope. We're getting, we're, we're in the, I, I think we're even past the point now. I, I don't think there's an option anymore. There used to be an option. You used to have a chance to say, yeah, maybe, maybe we can't. Nope. Now it's, no, fuck that. Nope. Nope. Uh, even... Even our best friend Heather was saying that this morning, babe. I was on the phone with her, and she she said she's saying the same thing. When I, Heather's I, saying that we got to go to war and fight for our freedoms because they're taking it all away, you know the shit's hit the fan. Oh yeah, no, no, no. There's there's a lot of people that are waking up to that. I think there's a lot of people that are seeing that part. I think a lot of people are seeing the anger. I think a lot of people are seeing the hostility. The problem is, is I don't think they understand the anger or the hostility. That's my take on it. Because it hasn't hit them personally yet, but it will. And soon. Yeah. I, it's, it'd be interesting. I guess we'll see what we'll see, won't we? We will. I guess, I guess we'll just see what we'll see. Either way, let's see what Gavin Newsom, this dumbass, has to say because he's. You go on there, babe. I'm going to drop out here because uh, the child is driving. So he does technically have radio control right now. And he would very much like to get back to his playlist that he has designed for the next hour and 43 minutes 
in preparation to meet his girlfriend for the very first time. I wonder how gay that's going to be. But anyway, <laughs> make sure you get pictures and video, babe. <laughs> I want pictures uh, and video. All right. Sounds good. Um, so right. I'll be in the chats here. And uh, I love you. And uh, have an excellent show. All right. Love you. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Love you. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye now. And now time for Gavin Newsom. Who's back? Oh, Gavi. Look at him trying to look like Tony Stark with the gray hair and all that shit. Anybody else notice that? I saw that. I was like, what a faggot. There was a pretty startling split screen. You had a thousand kids oh, in yeah. Nashville out there protesting the lack of action on gun uh, reform measures. Mm -hmm. Well, you had Governor DeSantis signing a yeah. bill on permitless carry so behind closed doors. Yeah, what did you make of that? Death. Scared to death. Who is he scared of? Scared of the people. Scared the of the people public. in Florida. Yeah, that overwhelmingly oppose that position. But <laughs> I think the majority of NRA members, you know, probably oppose that position. No background checks. No back. No background. None. Really? I mean, no, tra no training. Why, why would we do that with weapons of war? Which is what permitless carry means. That's extreme in the extreme. That's what's happened. Of course, it's not surprising if a guy doesn't believe that a young girl uh, should have the freedom to determine her own reproductive future. It has to bear the child of a rapist in the name of freedom without the exception of rape and incest. I mean, that's what we're getting from these folks. So, look, it sickens me in my core, and I'll tell you, um, and you would have more insight than anybody, so you can validate. Um, what happened in Tennessee triggered this trip. Just triggered. I, I, I can't. I, I called the White House, full disclosure. Um, I said, I, I can't take it. I can't. I got four young. I can't. I was given speeches, the same speech you've seen every politician give. In Monterey Park, down in Salinas. I gave it prior down in Gilroy. Gave them when I was mayor. We see the dance. Baldy. I mean, I, I can't. I just can't take it. I can't take it. And then to see the same governors these talk about mental health, you know, unique apparently in America, uh, to talk about, you know, our parents and our family. I mean, all the BS. And then they claim to care about life when the number one cause of death for our children is guns. Shameful. They're shameful. And it should shock our souls. But it's becoming so normalized. It's a matter of hours now, not even days. I mean, I thought we would never move on from Parkland or never move on from Uvalde, never move on from Buffalo. I had to read the manifesto. I read the manifesto from the shooter in Buffalo. I still have chills thinking about that manifesto to understand this. This is serious. The manifesto allegedly for the shooter in Tennessee, all connected this broader contagion. They don't care about our kids because if they did, they'd ban these damn weapons of war. They would have background checks. They require some common damn sense. They don't. So you know what? Those kids that were there in the Capitol, God bless every single one of them. This is. Uh, I, I got to be honest with you. If uh, the time comes, I think you guys know where this individual sits. I, I don't think I have to say much more than that. Um. I, uh, yeah. Okay, Gav. All right, Phil. Sure. Mm -hmm. 
I see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really? No, wicked. I uh, no. Yeah, I thought she was going to stay a little bit longer too. I know they had to get there tonight, but I didn't think they had to get there much. I thought they had to be there later, though. I have to ask. Oh, TP Junior wants to hurry up to see his girl. Oh, so he was pushing buttons? Are you kidding me? And nobody kicked him in the nuts? Holy fuck. It's a good goddamn thing I didn't go because holy shit, I would have been like, no, shut the fuck up and sit there. Who's gas? Who's truck? And why am I here? Thank you. You can take some time out from my listeners. Shut the fuck up. Douchebag. <laughs> what a dick. And he wonder you wonder where he gets it from? I'm joking. <laughs> I know exactly where he gets it from. Anyway. <laughs> and just to follow up Ken's question to Kirby before yeah. uh, about the press conference on this trip, four day uh, trip to two countries. You know, why can't the president take questions from the press? Right now, we just don't have anything on the books for a press conference at this moment. Uh, the president always loves to take your questions, shout at questions. No, but no. Uh, look. When it comes to these types of events, as you know, being the president of of uh, at one point of the association, there are these are relationships that we have right with um, uh, with these countries. So when it comes to two plus twos or anything like that, clearly that is not just on us. That is also uh, on the uh, country that we're visiting. But as far as a standalone press conference, I just don't have anything to share at this time. Yeah, nothing to share here, folks. It's all the same. Nothing here. And uh, I think you would understand. I couldn't understand the guy because he had a mask on. I, I can never understand anybody wearing a mask. Um, just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I'm I'm nicer. Oh, I uh, well, no no no. I just matured out. That's all. That's it. You mature out. It, it, everybody gets it. You eventually just find that level where you're just a happy medium. He's just not there yet. All right. I'm not going to listen to you anymore. You're gone. We finally finished that bullshit. Moving on to the congressional chit chat because there's only a couple in here and we can kill this foe. Foe D2. We put this one out of its misery. And unfortunately, this isn't, this is a long one. And we're going to go over and troll CNN for a bit because uh, just be more fun like that. Hakeem Jeffries uncle was well known, especially in New York, for his controversial remarks. Among the things uh, Leonard Jeffrey said, uh, he claimed that rich Jews uh, financed the slave trade. He said that Jewish Hollywood executives, quote, planned and plotted a conspiracy to denigrate black Americans in their films. Uh, he was condemned back in those days by the Anti-Defamation League, by then Governor Mario Cuomo. After a lengthy legal battle, he left his position at the City, City University of New York. How had the politician, Hakeem Jeffries, explained this in the past? So uh, Jeffries has downplayed his associations uh, with the past. And I want people to read this quote uh, that he gave to The Wall Street Journal uh, in 2013, in which he says uh, there was no Internet uh, during that era. And I can't even recall uh, a daily newspaper in Binghamton, New York, but it wasn't covering uh, the things that the New York Post and Daily News were uh, at the time. Uh, Jeffries has made uh, similar comments over the years most recently in 2019 uh, to the Axe Files podcast. Take a listen to this. 
my father made a deliberate decision to try to shield us from that controversy because he was very concerned as to how it could just impact our well-being, our focus, because it was an intense situation. I've said that there are many statements that he has made that I disagree with and that obviously are very different than the course that I've followed. Um, and I've sort of left it at that. Uh, so that is Hakeem Jeffries to David Axelrod. In the earlier quote you read, sort of uh, keeping this at an arm's length, I don't really know that much about it. I don't agree, but I don't know much about it. But uh, you went to Binghamton University. That's where Hakeem Jeffries went to college. And you found he had actually written about his uncle and Louis Farrakhan back then when he was 21 year old as a student. What did you find? Yeah, that's right. So Jeffries uh, and the Black Student Union actually invited his uncle to speak on campus. And then after Jewish student groups protested, Jeffries led a press conference uh, defending his uncle. That obviously undermines that quote we just read from the Wall Street Journal a little bit earlier, where uh, he said he could not even recall um, you know, local press coverage of this. He actually led a press conference. Uh, he then wrote this editorial where, where he defended him. And I'm, I'm just going to read a couple lines from it. Uh, he says, Dr. Leonard Jeffries and Louis Farrakhan have come under intense fire. Where do you think their interests lie? Dr. Leonard Jeffries uh, has challenged the existing white supremacist educational system and longstanding distortion of history. His reward has been a media lynching complete with uh, character assassinations and inflammatory, erroneous accusations. Uh, so that is very different of how he reacted, responded, wrote back then to what he says, what he has said. What about today? Now that you have this reporting, how is Leader Jeffries responding? So we did reach out uh, to his office yesterday. Uh, we asked, uh, you know, if, the, if there were any inconsistencies that he saw between what he said uh, in 2013, what he said in 2019, and what the actual record shows. They didn't respond uh, to those questions, but they did give us a statement uh, where they said Leader Jeffries has been clear that he does not share the controversial views espoused by his uncle over 30 years ago. So distance again, but not a direct wait, reaction. Wait, wait a minute. Are we actually watching CNN do just a little bit of reporting. Are, are we seeing that CNN is trying to have some journalistic overview of, hey, look, we're presenting Hakeem Jeffries. Look, we know that he wrote. We know that he did all this shit. We know that he's a fascist. We know that he, you know, he, he supposedly was for black rights, but unfortunately the groups that his dad, everybody else was with, they actually have some real questionable ties throughout the world. Like there's a whole bunch of shit that just doesn't make any sense with them. But, but, but now you're calling it to question. So you're actually doing your job as reporters and you're actually leveling truth. Is this real? This has got to be the wrong folder. I thought I was in Congress chit chat. This has got to be in clown world or something, right? I got to be wrong. There's no way that they showed both sides of that argument right there about Hakeem Jeffries. No way. None, none whatsoever. But they did. That's the first bit of journalism I, I think I've seen CNN do in about 30 years, pretty much since they've been around. Just throwing it out there. That should have been in clown world. 
I, I'm actually shocked. I, I, I'm serious. I'm not being a dick. I'm surprised. I, I never thought that they would error. Hey, look, this is what he wrote. Wait, that's the truth. He really did write that when he was 21 years old. If you didn't know that about him, he actually wrote that. He actually agreed with everything Louis Farrakhan said and every other socialist militant back then said he agreed with all of it. Marxist militant back then he agreed with it. Swear to God, he wrote about it. His uncle, his father, which is Dr. Jeffries, all involved in the movement. Nothing, no different. But I don't have to tell you that. All I have to confirm is that I know the same information they know. And they actually did the whole, like, here's the bad shit he wrote. Here's the bad stuff he said. This is what he did. And then when we contacted him, he just said he still doesn't agree with it. So he they just showed that Hakeem Jeffries is a joke. He's worthless. He literally is a joke. Just saying. That is, I, 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 I'm shocked. I'm impressed. I can't believe we just watched that. That wasn't that bad. It was... I, I, w I won't say honest and fair, but it's the best attempt I've seen CNN put forward in a while. That is a good graphic representation of a way CNN could maybe earn some of their stripes back, but they got a lot of shit to do to fix that shit. They fucked that wheel up harder than fucking... Uh, Oh my God, did I just shut that? Yeah, I did. I'm an idiot. My bad. <laughs> I, 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 woodpecker's lips. Harder than woodpecker's lips. Let me tell you that. It's amazing. I can't believe I just saw that. I'm still shocked. I, I, I don't even know what to say. Launch the exploratory committee. Obviously, you're going to run for president. Currently on the Republican side, Donald Trump is leading in uh, all the polls for the most part. Obviously, you wouldn't be getting in unless you thought you could beat him. What is your plan to do that? There's no doubt that along the path of my Faith in America tour, what I've heard is that people truly want to have a conversation about their future. I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> my life literally is only possible here in America. I like to call it made in America. When you start in a single parent household, mm -hmm. mired in poverty, you watch your mother work 16 hour days, you question whether or not this will work for you. You question, you become angry. I had all the challenges on the wrong side of the tracks. I thank God Almighty that I had mentors and a mother who believed that prayer was the key right. and faith unlocks those doors. They never surrendered. They always believed the best was coming. I want to share that message. I want to share the gospel truth that faith in America means faith in each other, faith in God and faith in our future. So, Senator, uh, are you answering my question about how you beat Donald Trump by saying that your personal story is what's going to sell you to the American people? I, what I'm saying in, to the, in response to your question is that the field of play is focusing on President Biden's failures, 
What Americans want to see is the contrast between the radical left and the blueprint to ruin America and why our policies actually work. I believe that Psalms 139 tells us that we are all uniquely and fearfully made. If we focus on our uniqueness, we focus on our path to where we are, I believe we give the voters a choice on so that they can decide how we move forward, as opposed to trying to have a conversation about how to beat a Republican. I think we're better off having a conversation about beating Joe Biden. Does anybody remember Adam Sandler's skit of the excited Southerner? Do you, do you remember that back in the day when they had the jerky boy tapes and all that other shit and Adam Sandler had his own little tape and he had the e e excited Southerner and he'd get all excited. He, <laughs> That's what Tim Scott reminds me of. I don't know why. I'm just saying it just reminds me of the excited Southerner from fucking the old Adam Sandler bits. I just, I don't know why <laughs> he just gets so excited when he's talking. He's like, <laughs> he, I, he almost sounds like Biden, like everything's shutting down. Like he's doing the old, you know, I, I don't know why. I just thought that was fucking hysterical. My bad. But yeah, Tim Scott, Scott's getting in the race, which means nothing really doesn't. Come on, serious, Tim, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're a cheetah walking into the lion's den. I think this is hysterical. I'm just letting you know, I think this is funny. Every time I see Tim Scott, do you guys remember the old Monopoly commercial? Um, where the Monopoly guy, he'd come out with his little, he had a cigar, and he'd be like, yeah, the old, old one. I'm talking old, old Monopoly commercial. And he'd come out and be like, yeah, 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 his little cigar. Every time I see Tim Scott, I see that little fucking troll, Lindsey Graham, standing right next to him with a fucking cigar sticking out of his mouth going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking little faggot. Ugh. You one of the things I wanted to harp on tonight, too, because V. Lynn is not sitting right here, and she would be. And even though she is extremely supportive, sometimes she doesn't want to deal with this shit. But one of the things I wanted to harp on about this whole Tennessee thing, and I wanted to get to it. Lynn's I'm upset. You remind me. This Tennessee thing, real thing that really fucking just pisses me off. Something about Tennessee that I, I wasn't aware of until recently. Uh, actually, I was aware when it happened, the vote finally passed. And Tennessee is one of the first states to gain a basically Republican supremacy. They have everything in Tennessee right now. The Republicans do. Okay. The red won on all bits everywhere. If you could see Tennessee on a political map, it looks like a bloody mess. 
Uh, yeah, I know, Mitch. I heard. I heard that. That was yesterday. I, well, it came out yesterday, but yeah, they make it a big deal about it today. Something about, I don't know why, but yeah, I know Mitch, Mitch McConnell is retiring. Mitch the turtle is retiring. Um, his shell cracked. So he's got to go get it repaired and it takes a lot of time for that shit to repair. So Mitch is going to be in the background for a bit, like he's been his whole entire life in the background. But like I was saying, Tennessee is, they have a super majority in Tennessee right now. They own the House. They own the Senate. Um, nothing. They can do everything conservative. Everything. Every fucking conservative idea right now could be in Tennessee today. And let me tell you something. If Tennessee did that today, the problem with Tennessee, there's not enough room. Because every true patriot and conservative would pick up wherever they were at, uproot and move to Tennessee. I would. I would be there tomorrow. I would find a home. I would own a home. I would be there tomorrow. They could do it. Only fucking state in the union that could do it. Tennessee could do it. They could never get a bill that wouldn't pass. Everything would pass the state house. So, had that little fucking insurrection that everybody likes to talk about as a peaceful protest. Okay. Sorry. That was an insurrection folks. Um, not an armed one. I said an insurrection, not an armed insurrection, an insurrection. Nonetheless, insurrections do not have to be armed. They just have to be violent. Not only was the violence noticed from the protesters, but the violence was also noticed from the senators and congressmen within the state of Tennessee. Well, that being said, Tennessee set to remove three of their people from the state house or whatever it is, which good on them. Thank you. Hold their fucking feet to the fire. I agree. Do it. They did. They ended up removing two. The third one, that stupid cunt won by, like she made it by a vote. One vote put her over. Okay? Then uh, yesterday happened. And under a, apparently a withering storm, which I, I got to be honest, I watch a lot of media. I do a lot of research. Um. All day long, I'm constantly listening to different podcasts and moving around, listening to different news reports, trying to get as much information as I can for my show at night. I got to tell you, never heard about this withering blast that the Tennessee Republican Party was getting from social media and from media presentations on TV because I couldn't find it. I looked. They gave in. They gave in. They're bringing one of these fuck sticks back. Tennessee does not have a supermajority, as we just learned. 
what Tennessee has is a bunch of rhinos in their house. And they're really liberals wearing wolves' clothing. This is why I, I, I like this idea that we're going down now. This idea about going out there and meeting up with people around you, getting to know them face to face. We got to go back to face to face. Folks, put your phone down, unplug for a couple of days, see how it feels. Trust me, when you realize that you're not tied to a little wire, holy shit, your life is so much better. Please do it. Disconnect just for 24 hours and tell me how you feel. You realize all of that shit is so petty. There's so much petty bullshit. There's so much noise. You can't hear anything. Everybody asks, how do I hear God? How do you hear God? I'll tell you how you hear God. You separate the bullshit in your life. Get rid of the noise. There's so much extra shit you all are listening to that you don't have to. You can just turn it off. Just turn it off. Get rid of it. Tell you here. But this shit in Tennessee, you're a Republican or you're a conservative. There's definitely a difference now. Because I'm sorry. That is not what I would do. There is no way that you would even be considering bringing one of these people back. Had I been there. And from what I understand as well, they have a huge number of patriots that serve within their state house. They were one of the few states that elected a ton of patriots, America first guys, to their state house. Why the fuck are you giving in? Why are you bringing this guy back? You got rid of him. You did it cleanly. And everybody, America understands. Don't give in. Do not comply. Don't do it. Why? I, 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 I'm sure everybody in Tennessee is going, what the fuck are you doing? Because I'd be doing the same fucking thing because I don't understand it. I, I, I'm still asking the question and I've asked people from Tennessee and every single one of them said, I don't have a fucking clue. I, I don't think that I gotta be honest with you. I, I, I don't think that Tennessee is what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be the bastion. That would be truly the conservative bastion of freedom. Think about what you could do with a supermajority in both the House and the Senate in any state house in a red state. Think about it. Think about the bills you could pass. You'd be the first state to abolish 
abortion. First date. First date to set up state fugitive task force for uh, sex traffickers. You could be the first state to do that. First state. You could be the first state to put church back in schools. First state. Think, oh my, think about all of the things you could accomplish. You could be the first state to regulate choice in schools. You don't have to go to public school. You don't have to go to private school. You can go to the school you want. You could be the first state to fund stay-at-home education. This is... This would be unheard of anywhere. And what are they doing? What is this state that we would think be the first state to do all of this doing? Now, nah, we're going to bring that guy back. Nah, our bad. Our bad. I, I'm sorry. Uh, we were not playing by Robert's rules. Fuck the rules. For Christ's sake already, fuck the rules. Please. Just... Straight up, say, fuck off with the rules. Go. Don't go away, man. Just go. I, I don't get it. Don't get it. Tammy, I'm with you. I don't understand it. I fucking get angry thinking about it. I, I honestly, I don't know why they got, they didn't get rid of all three of them. Period. I, that should have been what happened. Fuck the third one, too, because I'm sorry. She was just as much at fault as everybody else. Just throwing it out there. <sighs> gets, gets me angry. Gets my blood pressure up there. Makes me a little pissy. Great. More bullshit. Society today, and it's like I'm watching an X-Men movie uh, with... People that, when you watch the X-Men movies or Marvel comics, it's like we have mutants living among us on planet Earth. And, you know, some people don't like that, but that's a fact. We have people that live among us today on planet Earth that are happy to display themselves as if they were mutants from another planet. This is the planet Earth, where God created men, male, and women, female. I'm a proud Christian conservative Republican. I'm not on the fence. Not on the fence. There is so much darkness in our world today. So much evil in our world today. And so many people who are afraid to address the evil, the dysphoria, the dysfunction. I'm not afraid to address the dysphoria or the dysfunction. The Lord rebuke you, Satan, and all of your demons and all of your imps who come and parade before us. That's right. I called you demons and imps who come and parade before us 
and pretend that you are part of this world. So I'm, I'm saying my righteous indignation is stirred. I am sick and tired of this. We, I'm not going to put up with it. You can test me and try to take me on, but I promise you I'll win every time. Let's all vote up on this bill. <laughs> well, I, I, there are still some people out there. I mean, you see hope in every, I, I see hope in everything. I don't know if that's going to go anywhere. I hope it does, but who knows? And hey, uh, babe, make sure you uh, check the time for me. Give me my uh, heads up when your alarm goes off. All right. Cause uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to miss that because I don't have that one set in my watch. You have that one in your phone. And that's why we work well as a team together. Eh, I'm not going to get, let's go into, uh, we're going to do some clown stuff real quick. Some funny shit before we get out of here. This is one Helen found today. And I found particular humor in this one. So I'm going to, I'm going to let you all enjoy this one. Just take care with this. <laughs> enjoy. I'm so sick of PC culture. I mean, look at this. Sensitive marinara. Little pussy ass bitch. <laughs> I'm going to give another play to that because this is funny. I'm so sick of PC culture. I mean, look at this. Sensitive marinara. Little pussy ass bitch. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny, but I just, this made me laugh so hard earlier. I was crying. I'm serious. I was laying on the ground. I was laughing so hard. I was like, what the fuck am I laughing at? I thought I was just high, but no. Turns out that was just a really funny clip. I don't know. You, I guess you got to be there. <laughs> Something about that that just, I don't know if it's her, the fact the way she was looking at the bottle, or if it was the fact the bottle actually said sensitive marinara. I was like, what in the fuck in the world's going on? What did you do? Caress the marinara before you poured it through the strainer? I mean, seriously. I don't know. I thought that was just <laughs> my bad. If you guys don't find the same humor in that, my bad. I just... <laughs> fucking funny shit, though. Uh, anyway, easy on the asshole. <laughs> yes, this go get easy on the asshole. Uh, man, can y'all sign this to keep Donald Trump out of prison? What's can you sign? Do you mind signing this to keep Trump out of prison? It's a petition. Oh, it's to keep him out of prison. Out of prison. Oh, I'm good. You're good. Yeah. So, are you a Chinese puppet? Terrorist. Terrorist. How y'all doing? Do you mind one of y'all signing this to keep Donald Trump out of prison? Oh, my petition. <laughs> petition. Are y'all Chinese puppets? Who's going to sign it? But you a Chinese puppet if you don't sign it. Excuse me. How you doing? I saw you from all the way back here. Sorry? I said I saw you from all the way back down there. Good eyes. Beautiful. You're more beautiful yeah. than the American flag. Oh, What's your name? Megan. Chester. Chester, nice to meet you. You know, it would be great to get your number, take you out sometime. I am in a relationship right now, so it would be appropriate. So you must be a Democrat then. Uh, uh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 
How y'all doing? You mind signing this? It's to keep Donald Trump out of prison? Oh, I'm sorry. We're actually not going to Are you guys CIA operatives? Yeah. How'd you know? Because anybody that won't sign this, there's something fishy about it. <laughs> he with y'all? What's that? You with them? Yeah. Do you mind signing this, sir? You look like a true patriot. Let's keep Donald Trump out of prison. How's that going to help that? You kidding me right now? Yeah. No. We get enough signatures. No, I'm, I'm against, I love Donald Trump. You I like Donald Trump? Trump. Every time. Every time. I just, well, I love Donald Trump. I don't, I don't just that, like him. All right. Well, either way, I voted for him. You did. I still support him. I think they're railroading him. I think they have been for many, many years since he got there. But I don't know what that's going to do. So I ain't signing. You going to sign it? No. I don't know what that's going to do. But he's got my vote every time. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's what a lot of CIA operatives say. Okay. Well, anyway, well, I'm one. What do you know? You sure you don't work for the Chinese? Uh, well, you never know. One of y'all might. Chinese spies. Be careful. That was pretty funny, actually. That was in a weird way funny, but stupid. But it shows you down there in Texas. They ain't all about us. Nope. Especially down there about them uh, Austin parts there. Somewhere where... uh, one of ours happens to live there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? Oh, this is some crazy ass shit. If you guys haven't seen this one, mm-hmm. this reminds me of a movie. If you guys can remember the movie, I will be impressed. Watch this. He didn't lock the kids in the stove from stealing. Look at him. Look at him. Oh my God. Oh my God. Who bad? Ooh. They badass kids. We got to do better, people. We have to do better. Wow. Badass kids. Arrived the Walgreens. Hmm. Yeah. T- tell me, what movie does that remind you of? <laughs> Baby's Kids? No. No, I wasn't going that route. Uh, Die, Hard, uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance? When uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance, when, he, when he's out there on the street... And he's finally realizing that they're stealing all the gold out of the Federal Reserve. And uh, the kids are like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Why are you, cha- why, why are you getting me? And he goes, eh. All right, good. And he goes, what are you getting me for, kid? Guy, what are you doing to me? And he's just like, he's like, well, we're the cops. There's no cops out here. Look, there's no cops. There's no cops for like 30 blocks. You could do whatever the fuck you want. You could steal everything. And uh, that's when he realized, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Fuck. There's no cops because everybody was downtown. Well, that's what that reminds me of. Just throwing it out there. Just another stupid things going on today. Either way. Uh, so tomorrow night, we'll be back. Uh, I'll be back. Hopefully, feeling should be here, too. Um, so we'll be back tomorrow night. 5.45 for the pre-show uh, at Liana's Lounge, as we've come to call it, and always tune in to Liana's Lounge 
or Leanna's show tomorrow morning at 9.05, the TNA Variety Show over on pill.net. And uh, she's there every morning, Monday through Friday, 9.05, until normally about 2. And uh, then come on over and check us out. You can also go to drop the red pill straight. Gotcha. Fine. All right. Already. I thought the alarm went off for this, the stream. Why am I dropping it early? Feels like I'm dropping it early. Jeez. All right. Red pill. I got to drop you guys. We'll see you guys later. Peace. We'll see you tomorrow night. Enjoy. As for everybody else, uh, 545 for the pre-show or for Liana's lounge and then 6 PM for the regular show. And again, Leanna's show tomorrow morning at 9.05 a.m. I'll be there uh, listening intently, madame. And I'm um, sure my wife will too, some point. Either way, uh, I will be back tomorrow night. And uh, I guess I don't have anybody else to sign off with. This kind of sucks. Babe, this blows. Thanks. Tell your son that. Either way, uh, we will see you tomorrow. And uh, yeah. Well, now get the fuck out of here. I'm going to go feed the other kid and the dogs and uh, take a leak. So y'all have a great night, fuckers, and we'll see you tomorrow. Till then, later, fuckers. Have a great night.
sit your ass down. We done talking. Fuck around and find out. I love my country.